Hi, welcome to Inside Out Alignment. Mary here, your host. Today we have Grace Asagra in the house. Grace is a registered nurse. She has an MA, uh, a master's in art and of art, and she is a practitioner. And she is also a quantum reflex analysis. She is the author of Healing Dance. I want to know more about that. A fusion of, med of massage and Asian healing arts. A host, because she is the host of the podcast named Quantum Nurse. Out of the rabbit hole from stress to bliss. I love that. So with Grace's science background as a seasoned registered nurse and immersion of her family's practice in indigenous medicine in the Philippines. She powerfully blends traditional Philippi Filipino healing practices, traditional Western medicine, and quantum energy medicine. She came a full circle in her nursing training and experiences from community nursing in the Philippines using herbal treatments, food medicine, lifestyle, and energy med medicine to critical care nursing of 20 years. And now back to public health nursing, working with clients diagnosed with dementia. In her practice, the ancient ancestral wisdom is brought forth as primary source for health restoration. Grace can help you realize your best self. Be mindful and healthy and find the energy to excel in life. I love that. Her individuality, her individually tailored programs achieve this through biofilm nutrition, premier nutrient supplements, detox programs, ancient volcanic mud packing sessions for interference fields, financial and emotional energy alignment, Biofield energy protective tools beyond biological medicine technology to upgrade your DNA, quantum affirmations and behavior changes that bring about more meaning and healing to you so you can live a healthier and happier existence and also to be fully present in every moment. So as a result, stressed caregivers do not have to feel alone, but instead, they should be feel empowered to explore uncharted territories in their life's journey. Thank you, Grace, for coming. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mary. Thanks for having me and thank you for the introduction. <laughs> I'm happy to have you. It's an honor and a privilege. <laughs> yeah. So you have, like, it's hard to like, say let me start here and then see where we go from here you know but i really want to touch on you look like somebody or just reading about you not just here but looking at you know your profile and trying to understand the person you did have like uh problems like health issues growing up but you've come up to be this very strong lady, intelligent, so graceful, and being the one actually empowering others out here. So I would really like to know how you did to manage that journey and come out this strong. 
Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, that little girl, and then growing up and becoming this wonderful and blissful lady? Thank you. My pleasure. And, you know, talking about my childhood is one of my favorite things to share. Great. Because, yes, I did have some you know, health issues. Thank goodness it wasn't to the point that I would be bedridden for days or weeks or I would end up having surgery, which I know some kids have to experience that. Now, all I could remember is growing up, I always have that digestive issue, you know, like mm -hmm. I will always feel nauseated. I feel, feel like um, when I travel, I will always have motion sickness. And then my tonsils will always be swollen. You know, it just keeps going back and, you know, back like a cycle. And I would have like those um, skin issues. So it's always something. And, and then the, the ordinary fever, yeah. But it's just that I couldn't get myself fully strong. That at some point at early age, I know like primary age, I was losing my permanent tooth, teeth, okay, in the front. So, uh, and... All I know is they said, okay, you're, you maybe you're eating too much sweet, things mm -hmm. like that. Uh, but so that was really when I was growing up. Then interesting enough, then when I came to United States, I remember all Filipinos and maybe um, foreign nurses have to go through a stool exam. And that stool exam um, came positive for amoeba, you know, and that's usually what happens when you come from a third world country that lacks water and lacks the facilities of a you know sanitary toilet so okay so and oh i forgot that in between my childhood and coming to united states i had a typhoid fever and then uh, pulmonary tuberculosis so it, it, uh, but but it never really even if i knew i was sickly it was, it seems like I always have the desire to check out places. So I would always travel also short distances travel. So it doesn't matter if I get no shaded like that. And then I would just um, do, do things. Okay. And so, but how, um, I, I believe sometimes for me, it seems like because we were our first aid treatment is is usually what our parents or our aunties and grandparents would do for us so that was like the mindset the mindset mm -hmm. where they will give us some good food healing food and usually it's like a porridge of rice with ginger and with some bone broth so uh, it, it, that gives us, then they, they will do some hilot or the massage the, the, that's Filipino uh, indigenous culture is well known as well. So it, it was already so, sort of like built in there. Mm -hmm. I, what I just really, what, until I came to United States and I think I just keep remembering what I have back home. So that remembering of what my culture and I say everyone's 
culture has something that they can draw from in mm -hmm. terms of healing because especially parents women you know we have a, that innate ability to offer some solution some health solution so remembering that i came to united states and i didn't have a family to go to i came with other nurses so i have to remember that okay you better be strong and do what you need to do if you're ill so uh and i call that actually sustainable health because no one can get that away from you if you remember so and i love so when i meet people like you if you know i from other culture and from other countries perhaps i love talking about stories mm -hmm. from from before you know it could be like some strange stories it doesn't matter because in that strange stories manifest what's the strength of some cultures and True. for me for me the culture is like the root okay of my it's like this my body is like the tree and and i and i always compare my body and i think most filipinos would say that we're like bamboos so, you know we can sway here we can sway, sway there but we're still strong we're resilient yeah That's beautiful remembering is one key honoring and remembering from wherever you are so that's from other countries right now if you're not from other country and you're from you were born here so it's really important too like you came from somewhere Definitely. we came from somewhere so when we honor that you we get the best from from that i'm not saying that everything is good and beneficial from where we came from just get the best one that's applicable and it will make us empowerful whatever we're going through i love so, that that's one thing i could remember and, uh, and and i guess if you remember what you have is like wealth then we remember it's wealth and you don't you seldom wants to you know you don't have to compare yourself to others because you know that you have you know what you came from or what you have and then you you develop it you cultivate it how do you, so you remember it you cultivate it how do you cultivate it you better practice what you heard what you know give it a try explore never be scared to try anything that okay we're back yeah yeah so um we we it, it's just always good first to have that foundation okay and all right so some someone might say but okay our parents didn't have those foundation you just seek when you seek something it may be your neighbor a wise neighbor and a wise elder next to you could be a, a totally a stranger whom you might have a conversation and before you know it you're learning from that person okay so wherever we are connect with that and when you connect with that where i always say to my family if you know where you came from and then you know how to pray and you know 
how to read, you could travel anywhere and you could survive and make it true and be what you want to be wherever you are. And I, in fact, I encourage people to see other culture, know, get to know other people, eat their different foods, especially vegetables, because if someone is worried about the meat, this, as long as it's vegetable and fruit, eat it, okay? <laughs> and that could be the start of knowing lang foreign language too, because you, you ask, so what's the name of this food? Oh, you know, it, how is it called here? And the in, exciting thing is you will learn that in one culture, example, if you eat jackfruit, in one culture, you just eat jackfruit ripe and that's very delicious and tasty and sweet. But in another culture like mine, we eat it also unripe and mix it with coconut milk or put it in a stew so it's like it's so exciting so and you get to learn other people so that's that's i i i say that i always open myself to experiences and with that then i don't uh, wallow so much all the difficulties that i had whether it's be health or relationships or other things because you just kind of keep opening. It's like you embrace what is offered to you. That is beautiful. And that is the beauty also of humanity because the blending, the diversity, you know, and being able to learn about other cultures, that is, is just beauty. And it's our nature, you know, everybody with their uniqueness and coming together, that just gives something really um, tangible, you know, as humans, having that time to exchange. And as you just said, telling some stories, you know, of where we come from and, you know, just having those great conversations and we learn from each other and that's how we thrive. That's what humanity, that's, that's why we're here. You know, and that's really beautiful, the way your openness to, you know, other things out there and just knowing that, yes, you have what it takes and recognizing where you come from and then embracing and being open to other things. And that's powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and because what I know also, I I truly believe that you know, the foundation will start from your home in, mm -hmm. in anything. And that also is true. We always hear that about education, right? We always hear that about the discipline or behavior. And that's mm -hmm. also true with health. However, you know, we have to realize that our parents, our grandparents also have their own challenges. So there, we, we kind of like forgive the things that weren't like taught to us or weren't shown to us it's okay because we keep growing and in ourselves there's pr always practice that intuition and it can, will only get better and stronger if we practice it you know those like little aha moments that are like mm -hmm. hmm, you know, some some as if something is being whispered to you just take a chance and do that yeah 
And that's the beautiful thing because um, let me say, like my parents, sometimes my mom would say, oh, this thing we didn't know about this. And if I would have known that during, uh, known this during that time, I would have thought you guys, you know, this or that. I made many mistakes or, and I'm like, it's okay. That was your time. And you, you can only give what you have. The things that I know today, maybe that I'm going to teach my kids, what they are going to learn when they, when they grow up, I don't think it's going to be what I know. So even now, I'm still learning a lot from them. So everyone, you know, it's just like the time frame and, you know, your, your background and what, you know, that it builds up. And then as time changes with everything, especially now with all the changes that is happening, even in this unprecedented time, look at everything is almost remote. That's not what it was uh, before. So it's like, we just got to adapt to the changes and keep moving, but um, not pointing fingers on or being so critical of ourselves of what we weren't able to do is just being open, as you said, and you know, embrace that, which is beautiful. So you do talk about um, battlefield nutrition. Oh, I'm, you 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 touch a lot about health issues. And being a registered nurse, I know you've had that experience. So you've seen a lot of things that have brought you to this place where you're seeking to like really touch lives to help people. And not just that, but also the nurses themselves taking care of themselves. I have seen several videos of you, you know, talking about stuff like that. And, you know, can you elaborate a little bit about that for us, please? Okay. Um, the biofield nutrition was like conceptualized by my alter ego, Dr. Robert Marshall. It's basically just, it's a, it's a guidance to remind us that in everything that we do, including what we eat, it has to be something that resonates to our biofield, okay? Because mm -hmm. every, every living thing so that means food living foods not the foods made in the factory or you know processed food or in in some chemical factory so there has to be that cellular resonance so some there are not every food that you see in the supermarket or on the shelf are still alive or with that resonance so when you know how to do that test, and there are tests that one can learn to do it by themselves, and eventually you learn certain brands, then you would, I would prefer to recommend that than the ones that have low resonance. Because first of all, it's, our food is already so depleted. So when the food is, when the soil is depleted, our food is depleted and what do we do to our body? Our body is like the soil also. So then our body gets depleted. So if whatever we choose must be with high frequency resonating to that. And most vegetables have a high resonance for that. However, again, to be very specific, you know how sometimes uh, maybe on the studies in on the internet, one could say 
apple is good for you, asparagus is good. But then when someone eats the apple or someone eats the asparagus, maybe it's causing them certain discomfort. So that means that, and assuming that there's no digestive problem, okay? It, mm -hmm. could be, it could be that the energy of that food is, this, is not compatible to one's energy. And that's why it's, it's really good to have that uh, ability or to, to test certain foods. And I know that some of us who know how to do it, even when we're shopping, and when we're in doubt of the quality, because not all organic food also are high in that frequency vibration. Some of them are also, uh, they're not as good. So it's, it's important. And that's what you call the biofield, okay? And in the biofield, um, basically, yes, just like most healthy diet, it's a lot of vegetables and fruits. But in the biofield, it's considered also the timing of when you to eat. It's also important and when not to eat. In the biofield diet, it's also one practice is having that, uh, what, what is popular now is the day, it's like a daily detox or daily fasting. Some people call it daily fasting. If, for example, if you wake up eight o'clock in the morning, if you don't have like a medical issue, like you're, you're not diabetic, that you have to eat right away, or you're not fainting or something, right? Mm -hmm. It's not encouraged to eat right away because it's more encouraged to eat later, like five hours after you wake up. Why is that? It's because also, that your metabolism, especially for blood sugar, is most challenged if you eat right away in the morning before noon. Okay, so so those are like those those are the high um, factors or that makes the biofield diet a, a little bit different from the regular, you know, just regular so-called healthy diet and. Um, and in the, in the biofuel diet, they encourage a lot of fermented food, but depends again on the fermented foods, okay? So everything is just like a test. And in America, or in ter in maybe in, in first world countries, like in Europe, we have the opportunity to choose high quality of food. So they're accessible. But when I go home to the Philippines, sometimes I have to adapt my, my, my advice of, to my family or to my friends or whenever they invite me to speak on what I can recommend because I have to make sure that I recommend the foods that is available for them. De definitely. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. So you also talk about um, premier nutrient supplements. So I know that when we you go to like stores, you see other supplements. How is that? Is that different from those, you know, you find in most drug stores? Or what is special about, about this uh, premier nutrient supplements? It took me a while to trust any supplement because mm -hmm. I'm a whole food person. Um, but in the last, let's say, 
10 years already, I have learned more and more. And that's what I'm saying that if something comes to you, and even if you don't fully believe in it, but it's, it's like my, 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 let's see, my measurement if things are for me is if it comes to me easy, with not, with not a lot of struggle, maybe I should look into it. So I looked into it. So then I kept learning more and more. But what I really realized is that because it's such a big business now, when I went home to the Philippines, a lot of the aisle have a lot in the supermarket and we suddenly we have huge, huge supermarket and Philippines has, I think, the biggest malls in the world. And how people can afford it, I really don't know because it's not a first world country, but our malls are so big. So in those aisles are a lot of supplements and they're also marketing like a pyramid thing. But if it's, it's the way it happened is that there was a mass production, a mass production of supplements that sometimes even if they say, okay, the ingredient in this container is ginseng, it's not really ginseng. It may be just that it is some carrot roots that they just kind of like uh, uh, soak it in some ginseng something, and then maybe it will be like that. So there's, there's so much things that corp, um, factories who I, for me, they don't, their intention is not good. Because if, if their intention is good, they will make products that know that are pure and of high resonance. So we're back to that high resonance again. So they will put fillers to make it, again, making, putting fillers is cheaper than, than putting really good qualities. The fillers are cheap products. So they put it in there. And when they make it to fast production, they will put, um, they will use uh, those, uh, how do you call it? Talcum powder is one of them. And that's even carcinogenic in Europe. And wow. that's not allowed, but in America, they still use it. So they make it faster, faster. So the production is all about the production that's fast. Then we're not even talking about the quality of the, of the container. If, lights go in there or unnecessary air in containers. It changes the chemistry. It's already changed the chemistry when they're mixed with something. And, and that brings me to a, to a story that many people will ask, how come they can make one kind of supplement and everything is in there? They can't, good, good companies will not do that because there's already a chemical reaction there and it may not be beneficial while it is in the container. Then if you take it and it's been sitting there for a while, then it might hurt you. How would that hurt you? If you're depleted with minerals, with the vitamin, so your body is hungry for something. So when you take something with a good thing and with a bad thing mixed together, the body knows that, oh, there's a good thing here. And they just like suck it into your whole system. And in the beginning, it may be okay, you're responding well, you're feeling better, 
but in the long run, that will cause more, another trouble. And that happened to Dr. Robert Marshall many years ago. I remember I wasn't in yet, or I wasn't getting trained yet, or education with supplements, but I heard about the tryptophan when there was a supplement and they use a genetically modified tryptophan. And that hurt a number over 200 people, I think. And almost uh, all of them, except for Dr. Dr. Marshall was the only one who survived. Okay. Um, but then he, but he, the illness, the, the bad effect of these things, or, you know, we're just talking about the supplement, but other things also could hurt your cells, your cellular health. When it happened, it will, the effect of that will be forever in your life, unless you know you'll be guided of a proper detox and that's, and have work with someone who does energy medicine because it's all about energy, okay? So some, 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 that's like the food, the supplements, it could be all from raw food, raw, raw something, vegetables. But if that energy of that plant is not high, it could hurt you. So back to that. So it, we have to be careful. And then of course, we have met, many people have medications. Young people, I know, some, if not most, are taking antidepressants. And you gotta be careful of what you want to take. So again, even if the doctors may know something, it's always good to have someone who knows to combine them, okay? Um, but I encourage people to really know how to choose them or ask someone whom you trust and research on your own too. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, um, so this premier supplements, if somebody feel like, okay, I want to try this, where can they get them though? Are they? It's right now, um, for like me, who's a, a practitioner and I was trained to do quantum reflex analysis, uh, then I'm one of the sources. Okay. There's a number all over the United States and uh, also all over the world. Now, I know that Amazon is good in pirating products. That it's not really, it's not very good to depend on Amazon because you just don't know. So like the high quality supplements need to be stored in certain proper temperature, proper lighting. And then when it, when it has to be delivered, like you, you, I didn't even know, but sometimes our, most of the time, our food has, are getting irradiated. Could you, maybe mo mostly now that because of this pandemic time that they claim. So that's gonna be, you know, they put radiation in that too to kind of like preserve it or to kill the germs or something. So, so I, wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend to get it from online. Either you get it through a practitioner in your area 
or as I for me, I, I will have my I have my link and I will give that to you, Mary, and then people can do that. And when the good thing is when you get it through a practitioner, then the practitioner will be able to help you to protect you from getting what we call getting your DNA encoded. Okay. Yeah. You also talk about um, this volcanic mud packing session. What is that about? Is that like a Filipino tradition or something? What is that? Well, it wasn't really that it became popular in the Philippines, but in, in history, mud packing is one of the indigenous healing practices, okay? I, in in, in uh, Asia, in uh, Central America, South America, that's kind of popular that mm -hmm. we play in the mud. And the last time I was in Costa Rica, there is a place where the water is coming from the volcano. And it's also where you're sitting, it's also a little muddy, okay? So, and that's all natural. See, that's a lot of minerals there. It's just like when we go to the ocean mm -hmm. and we walk on the water on the, on the beach and that's a lot of minerals. And let's see, when uh, that became popular, that's been popular for a long time now. However, the mud packing that I use for detox, this a special combination of some type of volcanic clay that's from uh, the source is from Hawaii. And then there's also plant, I call it plant medicines there. So there is some type of herb, herbs in the, in the formula. And there's also ocean med, plant medicine. So there will be kelp. And you know, kelp as any sea vegetables is well known for the skin to clean your skin. And so that's the kind of mud packing that I'm talking about. See, in, in, in ancient medicine and also now in quantum science, we know that our body has electrical energies all over, okay? I even think that, no, my, not think, but my imagination of my body is like a radio trans or a transistor. So there's electrical wirings, there's magnetic frequencies going on. But at some point, my radio may not work. It's because there is what we call an interference field. Mm -hmm. And the ancient mud packing that I do helps in getting rid and healing that interference field. So those interference fields can come from physical trauma, even vaccines, even dental treatment can hurt you and it can cause some uh, interference. And when I say interference, instead of your body, let's give an example, is the stomach. That's the easiest one. Because most people have a tendency to have uh, digestive issues. You can be so healthy, but every now and then you will have some digestive issue. 
Now, if you're taking your digestive supplement before and after you're eating the best food ever, you know that you're really being, you're following a strict clean diet, but sometimes, and that sometimes may become frequently, you still have that problem. It is good to know if you have an interference field. And for the stomach, the interference field can come any from the top part of our body and it mm -hmm. could reflex there. And so that mud packing session helps in those interference fields. I have one client before who she was referred to me. She called the company and she, she has heard Dr. Marshall on the radio. And Dr. Marshall talks about interference fields. And as I said, if you have a chronic thing, you know, you have to see a practitioner. So she called and then she, I, she, they, she was given two or three names in New Jersey and she chose me because I'm closer to her. So when she came here, what happened to her is when she delivered her baby, she had a, let's see, she delivered a baby, you know, I can't remember if she had a natural birth or a cesarean section that her, her bladder was nicked a little bit. So, you know, that was, that's not supposed to happen. And after that, she's always had frequent urinary tract infection. Even when she takes some um, medicine or some supplements, she just couldn't get rid of it. So she came to me and we right away identify exactly what's, what, where is the interference field. And I did some mud packing. So, and that mud packing, that's what we call when you mix that special liquid and the liquid is partly ocean water too. So because you know, ocean water has a lot of minerals, just as the soil. When you mix it together and it causes both a nutrition for, the, for that part of the body through the skin, it nourishes that part of that might have an interference. And at the same time, it takes away that which has become a, an interference. So if that's what's happening with our body. If we have a scar, we have a bump, it may not even be a full open wound. As I said, our old, I, I, I say my vaccine because I have it on the left, this will reflect to anything that I have a problem on my left. So any, and that's usually like the, the assessment. Anything that happens on your right could reflect to the rest part of your body. So for women who gives birth, it's been, uh, there are anecdotal uh, narratives there that after many years, and it tends to be like when a woman is 60, past 60, suddenly her left leg gets swollen. And again, just say they have a good diet, but there's a left chronic leg problem and swelling. That's been, uh, that's been, it's been pointed out that because of the delivering the baby, because you know, that's a big body that comes out from us. <laughs> Definitely. And, yeah, that event, and, and then if they do like an episiotomy and then they stitch you, if, if we don't 
right away take care of that by mud packing. So, but we didn't know that. We didn't know that that should be the solution. In the many years to come, that will be a problem. So if someone asks them, what are we going to do now if we really need, if someone really needs some surgical thing, which I hope it doesn't go to that point, I always say that, okay, as soon as we, you, whatever you decide to do for your body, let me help you so that in the 10, 15 years, 20 years to come, that will not like go back to you and it will cause you more problem. So when the, when, when the surgery heals I, and it's safe, I do the mud packing so that it will not cause any kind of interference that might hurt in the future. So it's a whole, it's, it's a, all, all these are there, but not, not a lot of people really know about it. Practitioners like us, we do each other because we know any, we do, we know what is good. As Dr. Marshall would say, once you have the energy eyes, you will never go back to not having it. Wow. Wow. So the, the session, so like, is it like uh, maybe you do like 10 sessions? Is, is this like program you do like 10 sessions, five sessions, or it, does it depend on what is happening or the situation or, you know, what the patient is suffering from? It will depend on how the body uh, tests after the treatment. Okay. Yeah, because sometimes they may just need one or two sessions. But just consider that if it's been there for a long time and, you know, so it may take longer. And the sad part is we have many interference fields because we didn't, again, we didn't know those things, right? So uh, even emotional trauma will become an interference field. So in my practice, I have to talk about emotional wellness. And because if you, those two things I have to talk about and the interference field, because as a result, when we take care of those, even the taking the supplements will be most effective. Okay. Even eating the right food will be most effective because now, because emotion is, you know, in indigenous medicine and now it's in, you know, integrated medicine that there's always an underlying emotion in every illness. So we can't help but deal with it. But not everyone wants to talk about it right away. So how they work with me is whatever they want to achieve first, I'll help them. Then all the rest follows. That's really good. So you also talk about dementia. Dementia? Yeah. Oh, okay. So does that, you use a different practice or do you no, the, use the, that same Well, the practice? dementia, a lot of people who have cognition problems, for sure, their head points, because we test this head, mm -hmm. their head points will test off. Okay. Because uh, their main, the main symptoms of a dementia client or dementia person is manifesting neuro neurological situation like their memory okay 
So mm -hmm. it's obvious that it's here, although we now know that our memory is not only stored here, okay? Because even the stomach is, is this, our second brain. And if we really go to quantum medicine and science, the memory is not really just stored here, but stored somewhere, okay? So with that, the physical body, in the physical body, one of those points will be off. So that said, then we could pack all over, okay? Um, so it, it, it is very interesting. And the dementia, it, we know that if we tend to, most, most dementia clients are the elderly clients, right? Or maybe mm -hmm. there's this, but I've, also, I've already met dementia clients who were on their 40s and 50s. And that's really, really sad. Okay, because so now you have to think, hmm, is it really an aging issue or what does aging really mean, right? You could have number of years, you can be 60, but your body may be just 40 years old. So, you know, you don't really belong to the category of aging. That's my definition of that. So, when, 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 and, and, in the popular science, it will say that, you know, they only look at perhaps neuro neurological issues, but in integrative medicine, especially in quantum science with Dr. Marshall, he pointed it out that there's an underlying immune stress in the body. And when it's underlying, it doesn't even give us a symptom. There's no fever or anything, but the symptom is man the symptom manifests in a different way. And those underlying immune stress comes from really poor choices of food and poor digestion. Yeah. So the dementia clients also they behave or they manifest symptoms differently from each other. So it's a matter of one knowing the sort of norm of a person. Yeah, so like it's family, they will, will, will have to have their norm, then share it to us as practitioner. So if we notice something different, that could be a symptom of another new symptom yes. or another old symptom, but it's just new, <laughs> okay? Is, is, yeah, so that's, and I, they are cl close to my heart because I am also a director in a adult, before the COVID in an adult medical day center where it's mostly dementia, Parkinson's uh, client. So they're really close to me. Then when, when the COVID quarantine happened, they lost that space where they can go to have a good food, good socialization, good relationship, laughter. We used to laugh with them first thing in the morning, just have fun. And just like you said that you learn from your children and I learned from the, the, the dementia clients as well, especially um, being in the moment because they always is, 
most of them stay in the moment. Okay, that's why the dementia caregivers have to watch out. They have to have healthy diet, healthy lifestyle, and all the support that they need. Because if they don't, they'll be sicker. They'll be the first one to get sick. And before you know it, they'll be so stressed out. And it, it will be sad if they go before their loved ones. Wow. And when you talked about dementia on people who are like, you said 40 years, you know, and that is so true because when we think of dementia, you know, when people talk, we, we always look at the elderly, you know, right. That's the first thing that comes to mind. But looking at just what you, you said, it's like, okay, it's not really about age. It's really being very conscious and mindful uh, of, you know, what we put in our body because this all accumulates and affects us in, very, in, in many ways. Even the foods that we eat contribute to the type of energy we will be able, you know, to, the energy our body will have maybe during the day or, you, you know, when we're, uh, so it's good to be mindful on what we eat or we put in our body, even what we think of. So I know you also talk about quantum affirmations quantum affirmations i know there are many people who talk about many other different affirmations what is uh, so special about quantum affirmations the, the quantum affirmations we call it quantum because they're also tested energetically before they get printed so anything that i do even when i'm writing something especially like um if i have to write to do my business card I have to test that energetically, word for word, if that word is, will not break me, meaning will not make my biofield weak, okay? Uh, the best, the best uh, way to use the quantum affirmation is, because I've never seen an affirmation that doesn't sound good, okay? Because it's very positive. But the best way to do that is, is still test it to you. Say, say you have an affirmation and you keep saying it. And plus I've met people who said, oh, those, that doesn't work for me. And that's not unusual that people will say that. That's why they give up on it. Look, affirmation then can be tested again to one's biofield. Okay. And then mm -hmm. again, that's, that's true a person. Then if, if, if the, they have a collection of good quantum affirmations, what I recommend to them as well is they can shuffle it like a card and then with intention and with focus and mindfulness, they can pick one affirmation and read that for that day. Okay. And that's, that's the most simple, but if we want to tailor it, especially those who have some major health issue like cancer, for people who have cancer, that emotional health and wellness must really be, must, must be handled or 
the client must be open to find a way to have that emotional health balance. And there's an app that the, the, with the practitioner, the practitioner can lead that creating a good affirmation. And a good affirmation, usually what I do is there are three statements that it's been known that most popular that might be uh, statements that we say we say it, but it, we don't really mean it, or it, we don't, it doesn't really hold the truth. So then when we say, I love myself, I love others, and I can be loved, usually when we test those three, one of them might make the biofield weak. So that means that subconsciously, there's something in that over 80% of our consciousness that is blocking the person to be well. So with that, that has again to be taken care of. Now, once that's discovered, they can ask again, is it because of mother, father, aunt, uncle, brother? And we usually the people, the family or the significant support, the immediate people around that person that we're testing, one of them might be breaking the biofield of that person. And it doesn't have to happen recently, then it can go back to the rabbit hole. Wow. <laughs> Some of them actually can be before the person is born. Okay, so now we talk about beyond biological medicine. You know, we, we talk, we, we deal with pre-ancient. So it's, we talk about ancient, but there's pre-ancient. Okay. Yeah. And so when you also talk about, um, you talk, I know we'll be talking about energy a lot today. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah. It's, it's something that's not being focused in the mainstream um health service and mm -hmm. sometimes people believe they say about it but they don't really apply it they get scared or they're they're hesitant or maybe they just don't know how to apply that energy medicine and that is true because um there are so many things that we humans are knowledgeable about but we are just we just know them in theory but talking about the practical part, I think that's where our real issues are because we'll talk about it, have conversation, talk about, you know, but really, uh, and most of the time we know that these things are important and that they will help, you know, us in a very great way or, you know, transform us in so many ways, but putting that time in to make sure that actually comes to fruition is usually where the problem is what would you say to someone who is listening and saying oh my goodness all this energy you need this you need that and they still feel like they are stressed they are stuck and they feel like they are not enough or they feel like they still can do it or they they've tried so many things or they've tried that too and it's not working what would you say to them right now what message 
would you have for them? In my experience, when I quiet myself, so in many ways, okay, one can quiet herself by intentionally sitting down for meditation, which I know some people, some cultures, they don't, they're not really, it just doesn't resonate to them and that's okay. But some people, they tell me that when they're riding their bike, that's when they get, or they're driving by themselves with no one talking to them, they get a lot of quiet moments or aha moments. So when they do that, find the time. And my suggestion is just before you sleep, after you pray, okay? Because prayer is still different from meditation. After you pray, ask a question when you pray. Perhaps the end of your prayer will be ask a question. Because that for sure in your sleep or in your dream, the answer will come. Now, I know that some of you might say, but we don't remember the dreams. It's okay if you don't, but you just keep getting into the habit that you ask a question. You could even try to say, you ask a guidance, okay, for special thing. For me also, the day begins for me at nighttime, not in the morning, because you set yourself for the morning. You envision, you visualize what you want for the morning. So that's part of your asking. Then when you wake up, preferably when you know you're awake, but you're still lying down, don't get up right away. And then again, now you're halfway awake, halfway asleep. Maybe take a deep breath and just quiet down and notice. And if you remember your question from the night before, see if you get an answer, okay? Um, it, it takes practice. And for me, that always works for me. That's why I look forward to sleeping at night because I know that's when, you know, you can connect with the things energetically, right? Even uh, we always say that, uh, you know, our parents, our grandparents have passed away. So for like in my culture, most of us are not scared of ghosts. Most of that are not scared of paranormal stories because the paranormal stories are really normal. There we're just coexisting with what they call paranormal beings. So if you just do that constantly, practice, practice, practicing to quiet down the night and the morning and see what happens. Okay. And you know, we, we have learned about how bad do you really want it? Because if you really want something that bad, then you will own it and then you'll be responsible. So at night, ask, let me ask that question. That's beautiful, beautiful. So talk to us about your energy eyes. <laughs> the energy eyes, what I practice is what you call 
QRA, quantum reflex analysis. Okay. Right? And that's with this skill, I get to see, I get to feel, and that's what I call energy eyes. So it's even more than really looking, okay? Because when we test, sometimes you see this, this is an O-ring and this was really created, it's a semi-kinesiological test created by Dr. Umura, a Japanese scientist, okay? And it says that if you are, if your bioenergy field is strong, this will not break, okay? Someone will test me, and but I can test also. So if I say my name is Grace, so that's strong. If I say my name is Mary, okay, my name is Grace, I, I, I'm doing, and it's even, it's not even a muscular thing because I'm just doing it like, my name is Grace and that's strong. If I say my name is Mary, it's, it's weakening me. It's weakening me because it's, I'm not Mary. So, and it's the same thing. So if, if there's food in front of me, like an apple, if I'm shopping, I do this and I point, I do this with another finger, the, the ring finger and with my thumb. And then I point the two fingers to that food. And if that's good for me, then it will keep me strong. So that's the main tool that I use. However, there are so many technology now that is being made even before this technology, the interesting thing with energy practice, it's been available to us, but just like anything else, the good things are always hidden. The good things are not always part of the insurance or the mainstream. So like Tesla talks about scalar waves, Rife, so there's Dr. Rife and I'm looking at the documentation about her, his life and they were there, but then they were all seized. The good equipment are seized. But right now I'm having a conversation with their, um, with another practitioner, he's a scientist in, and he graduated from Quantum University actually. And he, they have a Russia technology and it's really a combination of the scalar waves and other waves and just, so, and it's like, I know it's, it's in some places in some parts of the world. And I also know that if I may, I think, he wouldn't mind if I say Dr. Butars also has that machine already. And you know Dr. Butar and other people. So that's a technology where you could just be around the technology and when the person knows how to operate it, it helps you enhance your DNA. And that's what I really want to do is enhance my DNA so I could claim the blueprint of our DNA that is infinite. Because right now we live in a finite matrix. A mate, we live in a galaxy that's been manipulated, distorted energy, so we can just live at certain point. So everything, everything in this galaxy dies. Sooner or later, the earth will die, but that's not our original DNA. That's not our source. 
our source is still infinite consciousness. And from what I understand, they're all there in the hidden tablets in, in the computer if we do our due diligence. If we read more, the right things that we read from the right sources, we read, 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 rather than stay too much in social media or play games, then we will learn all these pre-ancient texts. I'm even learning and understanding more now about the 12 base mathematics rather than the 10 base mathematics. <laughs> so I guess wow. if, I live, if I study this so much, I may really get encouraged to go to quantum <laughs> university right away. <laughs> we'll be classmates, Mary. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Uh, it will be great to, to have you as a classmate. Yeah, I, Lots I, of insights. I, love, I love to study things that are not too popular and just it and but these things brings me back to indigenous science that's the beautiful thing mm -hmm. all this advanced science just proves more and more what you hear that hey you could be the star that you're looking up there at night okay <laughs> you, are, you are so right about that yes you are so right about that thank you so much for sharing from your heart today with us I love that com the conversation. I love the talk. I love the insights. The it's really what I can really say is I really hope what we share that people take advantage of this because it's a lot of things to learn and a lot of help out here. But sometimes we don't. The, our problem is really taking action. So what I'm going to really precise here and really insist on is, is ask our listeners that when you listen to this, you might have a loved one going through dementia, you might be somebody else going through some stressful situation or whatever it is. Because at the end, um, on the description of this uh, conversation, I will have Grace's information. So that means you can contact Grace directly to seek the help that, uh, the help that you want. She's right there. Maybe supplement to me. Maybe it's anything or an advice or a guide, you know, and I, she does offer uh, strategy sessions as well. So that's a gift of her time with you to see where you are and then helping you, you know, see where you want to go and then you guys decide on what to do so take advantage of these great insights that our guests bring in here you know every week and take your life back that's what inside alignment is all about it's giving us the opportunity to actually know that we are enough and that we have what it takes all we need to do is get out of that space of making excuses and pointing fingers or saying it's because this happened to me in my past but the question will be what are you doing right now so the information is here the people are here she's gone through difficult times in her life but she's thriving so that makes me understand that or you and i see to it that we can also thrive we can you know, take her, use her as an example 
to quit from my excuses and take the leap, you know, and take ownership of our lives. So that's why we are here. I hope this conversation was really insightful to you as it was for me. I learned a lot uh, that I never knew before. And that is the reason why we're out here. But we cannot leave without me having uh, Grace talk to us about the Quantum Nurse uh, podcast, Out of the Rabbit Hole from Stress to Bliss, because that's another podcast that I would love you guys to actually listen to. She has a really good stuff. She already has many episodes. You have like how many episodes? You go like 20 now, like even more. <laughs> you are the star. 32. <laughs> right. So there is there are so many episodes you can listen to and really enjoy. Don't hesitate. And I'll give her a chance to talk a little bit about this before we close. Go ahead, Grace. Thank you, Mary. And yes, uh, Again, thank you for, to your dear audience. So the podcast, Quantum Nurse, Out of the Rabbit Hole from Stress to Bliss, okay? So you, I don't want you to go down the drain, down the rabbit hole and so dark, like as if you can't get up because I myself had a few moments that I feel like that. So what I did with this uh, podcast is just provide you a lot of holistic information and with that information comes the holistic resources, whether it be a manpower or your, your coach or your guide and who you want to talk to. And then conversations also with people who, who had that lifestyle, okay? And with that, just like Mary saying that we want you to take action and embrace all this information. Um, there's so much information there, but we want you to take advantage of to use them and embrace them. And you can find that right now it's in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and um, I, I, I am creating, and it's really almost ready, the, the YouTube. Um, soon I will launch that, but it is right there. And you can view the people whom I interviewed in the Apple Podcasts. So it comes in audio and video as well. Um, for here, just Mary said, I'll, whoever would reach out to me through Mary's podcast and I'll give you a 15 minute consultation and we'll talk about what we can do together. So those are just, that's free. And the, the supplements you, I can create to you, um, with you, I, I, I link. And then, you know, if you just ask me a little information or what I could recommend and then you just order it yourself. So that's a low cost for you because my consultation will be free and that but i will guide you for those supplements that are really good for you okay and that's uh, that's about it and oh mary if i may say i have a book as well you know that healing that oh yeah mary you said that but you can get that from amazon uh the healing dance fusion of massage and asian healing arts i will show you this is how it is this is a beautiful cover and that and it's significant for me because it is my let me just say that it is my rite of passage to do what i'm doing because i dedicated it my inspiration was my indigenous heritage 
So then I feel like, okay, I can do anything because of my roots. So I want you to do the same. You have what it takes for whatever you need to do. Look at what Mary and I are doing. We just keep going through the process, go through this resistance. The resistance is kind of like just, like let's just say spices. I don't know how many of you eat spicy food, yeah. See, it tastes so good. Yes. It stings a little bit, but it tastes good. Okay. I come from a region where they used to say that if, if a typhoon comes, we protect the pepper plants first, the hot peppers first, <laughs> before we protect our homes. Because our region, Bicol region, is known to make hot, hot foods. Okay. So think. Just, it's a wonderful world. And maybe the last thing I would say is that always see the beauty in everything. Because when you see the beauty in everything, then you can kind of see something positive in it. Okay? No matter, no matter how, maybe someone will see that the alley is bad. Like if you're walking in, in New York and the alley is bad or Maybe when I go to my country and it's not like very fancy like United States. But then I see other things and I have to remember this is where I came from. What am I talking about? So I embrace that. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Grace. It was fun having you here. I am so grateful and thankful. Listeners, thank you for sticking around with us. This episode is at its end. And as I said, Make sure you listen to this. Make sure you reach out to grace, uh, love from us, and blessings. So until next time, see you around.